You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. My name is Delaney Williams and I am joined by Maggie Bertram. Hey Maggie. Hey. Hey, so Maggie, this unit, we have been talking about how Jesus is born, Jesus is dedicated, Jesus is baptized, Jesus is tempted, and today for unit 19, session 5, we are going to talk about how Jesus called his disciples. Our scripture reference for this session is in John 1. And as we think about the big idea for this session, we want to remember that over the past few weeks, we've been learning about the life of Jesus. We learned that God fulfilled his promise to send the Savior when Jesus was born in the town of Bethlehem. Then we read how Simeon and Anna saw Jesus, the Messiah, with their own eyes and rejoiced that God's promise had come true. We also learned that Jesus was baptized and was tempted by the devil, but that he never sinned. Jesus trusted God in all things. And so this week, we're going to learn about how Jesus called men to follow him and become his disciples. Maggie, as we think about our Christ connection, why don't you go ahead and tell our leaders, our teachers, what the kids' Christ connection is for this week? Yeah. Jesus, the Son of God and true King of Israel, came to earth to show what God is like and to save people from their sins. He called disciples to follow him. We are Jesus' disciples when we trust in him. We can invite everyone to come and see the good news about Jesus. Isn't that a great reminder, Maggie, that we can invite everyone to come and see the good news about Jesus? As we think about specific activities that may need a few extra instructions or either reminders or extra prep time, why don't we go ahead and highlight some of those from our resources? So I'll start with our preschool resources. In our younger preschool leader guide, there's an activity called Draw Around Friends' Hands. As a reminder for our teachers, a tip that may be helpful as you're doing this activity If you place a small piece of tape, the paper to the table, that may keep the paper from moving as the children are tracing the friend's hands or either you might hold the paper for them. Maggie, I'm sure you've done this even when hands are on the paper. When someone starts tracing, it's like some of the paper moves up and it's more difficult to trace those hands. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So just... Little tip of, you know, and just a little bit of tape because whenever you take it off, you don't want to rip the paper. And so make sure that it's an easy release tape. happy medium. Exactly. You want it to be secure, but you don't want it to be so tough that it rips the paper. So that's with our younger preschool. And then with our older preschool, they're going to be experimenting with magnets. An option for creating a third bottle would be to fill one with one cup of iron fillings. And this can actually be found online. And then as a reminder with that, make sure and even double check, triple check that that bottle is closed, that the top is glued on, that there's duct tape around it, everything that is secure so none of those iron fillings can escape or out of the bottle, that everything's contained in there. And that also making sure that that bottle is 
thicker. So, you know, it, it's not going to break easily as well. And then this particular bottle with the iron fillings, it will have a really cool effect when you have a magnet that's rubbed against it in the bottle. So you also want to make sure, good idea is to try this prior to the session to make sure that magnet is going to be strong enough to move along the iron fillings shavings um, with that. And then again, with these, with this bottle, it's just making sure that you remove the labels from them to that will help the activity to go smoother. So Maggie, those were a couple of the activities I wanted to highlight for preschool. Why don't you go ahead and highlight some of our kids' activities? Sure, so for older kids, there's a session starter called Unlikely Choice. And to help kids with this activity, leaders could choose to write short descriptions of why the people were unlikely choices. So for example, for Joseph, you might write, he was sold as a slave, but became a great leader in Egypt. And that way the groups could match the descriptions to the names given just to adjust the activity a little bit and make it a little bit easier depending on the level of your class. For kids worship, the group demo involves several items and they can just be random items, but the kids are going to be categorizing them and drawing connections between the items. So when you assemble the items, make sure that you come up with a few categories that some of them fit into. That way you can point those out to the kids if they seem to be getting stuck or if they aren't noticing how the items might connect. Hey, those are some great tips. Thank you for sharing those. Maggie, it's a time in our episode where we talk about something that stands out to us about this particular session, or maybe it's something that we're really excited about for this session. So why don't you go ahead and share yours first? Yeah, so in this story, we get to watch the disciples be called by Jesus. But the exciting part is that we also get to follow Jesus. We can use this session to emphasize to kids the excitement of getting to spend time with Jesus through reading his word and through praying. That's a great word. And I mean, just to add on to that, even as we were talking about this before we began recording, thought about, you know, the disciples spent time with Jesus in person. They learned from seeing what he did by doing, by following him in person. And, you know, I also think about how would I have felt if I would have been one of those disciples, you know, I mean, just to be able to be there in person and, and witness some of those. And I think that's very exciting. And like you said, they learn from him. And I think helping boys and girls see that even though we may not be in person, like they were, we can still learn from him. And he gives us different tools to help us learn. And so for some of those children, I mean, we're able to tell these stories about Jesus from the Bible, reading the Bible to them to help them know more about Christ. We also can help them see we learn about him by reading the Bible. And that's why it's important that we do read the Bible, that we pray, that we can learn more about Christ through those things. And I think it's a great reminder, just like our Christ connection says, that we are his disciples. We are Jesus's disciples when we trust in him and that we can invite everyone to come and see the good news about Jesus. So it's not only just 
us learning about him ourselves, but it's learning about it and being so excited about what we learn and about Christ that we share that with others and that we invite everyone to follow Jesus as well. And so again, another great session, content, excited about what God is going to do in and through us as teachers as we teach these boys and girls this week. So Maggie, thank you very much for being a part of today's podcast. And to our listeners, thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.